1: Welcome to the No Bullshit Guide to Life with me, Bangs, in London.
0: And me, Lamora, in a very sunny New York. What's up, what's up, what's up? Someone's happy about the
1: weather changing.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, I realise, is is it seasonal affective or depression disorder? Yeah. Because, like, is not on fleek, but this little piece of sunshine out here is making me feel so goddamn good right now. Happy Sunday, Bangs. How are you?
1: Well, you know, I'm good. It's been raining here, but I'll deal with it. Um. Yeah, I'm great. I'm much better than I was last week because I didn't spend the week in bed sick. So any week where that's not happening is great. Any There's week where you feel like your lungs are really functioning the way they should and, you know, you don't have a permanent headache. All of those kind of things. Blessing. What a blessing, you know? What a
0: blessing. Just, yeah. Good I'm health. saying amen. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. Yo. Should we dive in? Are we going to do this shit? <laughs> let's go i'm ready for today i'm ready let's do this all right um in true (coughs) no bs guide to live fashion bangs what do you call bullshit on this week this week
1: i am going to call bullshit on sub tweeting sub facebook status updating and all variations thereof
0: oh tell them tell them
1: just, I, this isn't, listen, I haven't seen anybody direct anything at me. And if you have, uh, I give no shits. So I'm sorry if that's backfiring for you. But um, just, people, can we just grow up, please? Just mm. enough already. It's just really very pathetic. And it's really a form of cyberbullying. I very mm. strongly believe that. My thing is if you have an issue with someone, why are you not telling them? You're on the what? internet. You clearly have a means by which to inform someone of this issue. So at the person, as they say, and say what you need to say. And maybe, I don't know, I'm just going to throw this out there. Maybe try being an adult about it. And saying what you need to say. And maybe the reason you're not doing that is because you know you're an arsehole and that you maybe don't have really a reason to be getting all up. at are getting your panties in a twist in the first place. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you're not willing to actually confront the person. So you're kind of being all like unnecessarily dramatic for no reason. You want to you want people to question you like ooh yeah. who's that about what's that about why why have you got your knickers in a twist so really you're craving attention for yourself because otherwise you'll just keep your fucking mouth shut and your fingers off the keyboard let's be real but because of your absolute inability to do that mm-hmm. you're you're typing some bullshit words that you are clearly aiming at someone and I just don't understand that mentality of like... It's so
0: pathetic. It's
1: pathetic. It's
0: so pathetic. If you have an
1: issue, just tell the person. Like,
0: tell me. At me, fam. Tell me. At me. me.
1: I'm capable of, you know, adult conversation. Yes. I am capable of that. And I would like to think that anybody I'm interacting with in life or online is also capable of the same thing. If you have a genuine issue with something i've said done written about whatever come to me properly go through the right channels and discuss it with me properly i'm open to that um but i see people when i I see people doing it it just i can't i'm like i don't even want to engage in it because i just think you're clearly not on a level
0: yet where i can do that with you but people take take it maybe for granted that you know, especially on Twitter, like, it's a public forum, right? Like, I'm eventually going to see it. You're going to see it. It's not no inside joke. Like, you haven't mm. slid into someone's DMs and been like, XOX. Like, someone said this about, you know, you think about that person. Like, I can see it. So if you're talking about me, just have the balls to say it to my face. Like, calling someone out on Twitter or subtweeting someone is... It's it's not even big. It's so pathetic, as I've said before. Like it makes you seem small because that's the only way you feel you can communicate and have a jibe at that person. Like just talk to me, but talk I, to me. It, I think well, like we're never we're never gonna have an adult like conversation as you as you've said, and we're never actually not even gonna reconcile, but just exchange uh, an idea or a difference between each other unless you communicate with me. I'm for it.
1: But also, what does it accomplish? You right. you saying something in that way. Not actually, so you're not really informing the person who you're angry at, or whatever the emotion is behind it. So, what are you achieving by putting that out there? Would it not just make more sense to not say it at all? But if you're angry enough to the point that you feel the need to send it out into the universe on some subtweet shit, then surely you're angry enough to just confront me directly. But no, right. you're not, because you're right. being a pussy and then the about worst is when...
0: You, well, I'm yes, sorry, but as it marvelous is. as that organ can be, um just in general, womankind—I've always—that's my retort to be anything. And older professor always taught me that. Just never say that. You have to say how magical it is and how wonderful and yada yada all the great things it does. Agreed. It, but it, then, it really agreed. That's just me being my um degree self. But also, feminism. like it's <laughs> But also, like when people subtweet and then you want to delete it. No, stand what behind you it, stand what behind you it if you
1: want to do that. My God, like, on? yeah, what Please.
0: is this? Immaturity. I just, like Enjoy. I say, this
1: isn't, I haven't seen anybody subtweeting me or whatever. And again, I really give us not one single fuck if you are doing that. So I'm sorry to destroy your plans. But when I see other people doing it, I'm just like, bruh, really? Can we, are we not grown up people? Just address your issue with whoever you are attempting to address through this subtweet. Do it properly. Be grown. But the fact that you're not willing to do that means that you already know your issue is bullshit. You already know that. So get the fuck over it and, you know, do something useful with your life. That's what I'm calling bullshit
0: on this week. (laughs) Well well said. Co-signed. Co-signed for me. Thanks, girl. What are you calling bullshit on? Oh, bangs. I just... It's, it's been a long time coming for this one, to be quite honest. And I feel like I can no longer stomach nor fathom how incredibly shit the entire New York metropolitan subway system is. Certified
1: call... worst in the world. Certified. Worst. Terrible. Worst.
0: All the Drake voice when I say worst. Like, Awful. between... It's not even the issue of maybe a train will be late. And let me tell you, I don't know if a train's late or not because they don't have electronic boxes on their subway to tell me the things coming in in four or five or nine minutes. Yeah. I'm literally standing on the platform, licking my finger, holding up to the tunnel, trying to guess the wind direction, you know, the R train is coming in. But I call bullshit on it because A, it, it's always perpetually late. B, it's dirty. I've never encountered something just, just like filth, flan, filth in all my life. It's disgusting. I can't. Particularly for, you know, and... Whatever, people. Like, Olamara, oh, that's such a, a a minuscule thing to call bullshit on. Because TFL is no better. But at least I know if I go with TFL, I don't need to come back home and have 50 showers. Real talk. I've seen this mysterious brown liquid that just follows me on any subway train platform. There's, there's water. I've seen about 10 rats this weekend. There's a perpetual leak at East Broadway Station. Like, I, I just don't know what to do with it anymore. And I just... Like, all bullshit on it because I'm wondering what everyone is paying taxes for in the city. Like, at least with TfL, there'll be a fair increase. Maybe not a justifiable one, but our system is a tad bit better. I, no, and I'm sorry.
1: For... I, TfL is the
0: nuts compared it's, it's to... It's a godsend. Come com- on. Right. Come on. It's TfL is com-
1: really it, yeah. good. It's expensive,
0: like, but it's but really Morris, good. But, listen, it's a... you know. Everything should have a carpeted, carpeted seat on. I'm not here for these clinical little, little plastic stools that I have to be sitting on. And I just can't anymore. And it's just something that's really, really grating me. Today, like, this week when I had to take a train downtown to go uptown to switch to the express pl- platform to get on a local train. Just what Ross? a razz. Yeah. What
1: kind of mindless... What, like, it's just... Huh. I don't know who designed that metro system, but it is absolutely but they terrible. No
0: they clearly give no fucks. It's terrible. It's funny to see. Like, I've had, I got a friend of mine from America in London at the moment. She's like, "Oh my god, I feel really sorry for you. I'm sorry you have to endure our transportation system, because you know, yeah, you just know." So I call bullshit on that. I'm, I'm just done with it. Like, I started looking for a bike. I can't. I want well, bike pending. I now know how to cross the road properly. That's good. Once I solve that, then we're just transitioning into that because I refuse to be on the subway for the summer. So that's what I call bullshit on it. New Yorkers at me in it. Like, I don't care. Like, we can have have this debate. Like, let's make it a global discussion. Who else in the world has a better uh, transportation system than New York?
1: Talk to to me. Tokyo is winning, hands down, in any and all subway debates. But what gets me about New York subway is that, have you ever seen Beat Street, the movie? like unfortunately not early 80s b-boys um mm-hmm. you know hip-hop culture it's a classic i advise everybody to see it Noted. but what makes me laugh every time i go to new york is that basically there's like a great scene well many great scenes in beat street that are set in the subway it looks exactly the same Thank now As it did in this early eighties movie, it has not. There's been no upgrades. There's been (laughs) no changes. They're not even slapping a bit of paint on that bitch. Like they, I don't know why when they stopped caring. Well, probably around eighty two. I'm guessing that's when they stopped caring. But my god, that point. it literally, it's like a time capsule. It looks exactly the same.
0: It's where time has stood still. Honest to god, it's where time has stood still, and I don't think people. Maybe like you know that's just a New York thing. No one complains about it enough. Like it's an accepted norm that the subway just looks like that. Like you got. Let's be honest here. Like it's not safe for there to be water on the tracks. Just gonna put that out there. Just gonna. I didn't know we were turning into a water theme park down at Canal Street, people. You know. The
1: rats are having a great time down there.
0: This, oh, those rats are gully, though. Shout them out. Shout them they out. Because they do bad things. Like, but anyway, that's that's me. I'm done. I'm investing in a bike. I might have to start walking everywhere. I can't with the whole of this transportation system in this city.
1: I think that's completely valid. You're right to call bullshit on it. Thank you. I feel better for venting, do
0: you? Me too. Me too. <laughs> so therapeutic. And therapy release. Okay. And Yo, what are we talking about this weekend week bands?
1: Um, this week we're talking about giving yourself a fucking break.
0: Tell um, in on one more time.
1: Give yourself a fucking break.
0: Excellent. Um,
1: People are mad stressed out. Just everybody just needs to take a step back, give themselves a fucking break. Let's dive in. Where do you want to start with this? In. I don't even know where to I start. Mean,
0: because, oh my God, mm. when I it, it's something how we came to this is something you tell me. It's something a lot of my friends tell me. Lamara, give yourself a break. Like, what are you doing? Where's all this anxiety coming from? Where's all this stress coming from? Like, why can't you chill? And it's very hard for me to do that. Even if I give the advice, I won't take the advice and apply it to my Um, sorry, apply that advice to my own life, I find it increasingly hard to give myself a fucking break for a number of reasons. But what I'm learning and, you know, we'll dive into those. But what I'm learning to like, you have to. I think the pressures you get from society on the world on its own are one thing weighing you down. If you can't find that little gap of a release in your day, in your week, in in what you're doing to smile and literally exhale where you feel like that weight has been removed from you, like you need to try. You need to try because I've realised by not finding that moment and building myself up with a pressure leading to my anxieties, like I'm not enjoying the things I'm in, I'm not appreciating for what they are and it creates more tension in me than it needs to be more tension in me than it needs to be. But it's hard. It's really freaking hard. But I'm learning that you just need to. Give yourself a fucking break because nine times out of ten, you're winning more than you know. More than you care to know because you cannot see. For starters.
1: All right, yeah. I'm going to take that ball. <laughs> and and, and that. And, and, and she dishes it to the left. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take that on. Uh, yeah, so I think what we're talking about here is kind of general the, the big kind of life goals that we set for ourselves be it right. career relationships whatever it may be and i i don't tend to meet that many people who haven't put age limits on certain things that they want to achieve in life right. and i think what's important to remember is that the current societal structure um for women in particular, a lot of these goals, 30 seems to be the magic number. Yep. Women seem to want to do everything by the age of 30. Um, now, a lot of this, obviously, we have to think about generationally. OK, so in centuries past, you know, people didn't live all that long. So they had right. to get shit done a bit quicker. Um, right. And as we've progressed, uh, you know, those ages have shifted somewhat. But we're still, we're yet to see really in this generation what is, quote unquote, a reasonable timescale in which to achieve things.
0: Yeah, we're right? still measuring ourselves by a standard.
1: Yeah, so I admit to that. The, the, the standard that we're measuring ourselves by is like, well, if we're realistic, we are going to live, God willing, a pretty long time. So we, we could actually relax and chill the hell out a little bit. Like when I hear young women, you know, or see them tweeting... Oh my God, I'm turning 24 tomorrow. I want to be like, bitch, let's, let's calm down. Let's, let's calm it down. Oh my God, I'm turning 24. Like, okay, chill out, babes. Like you have plenty of time to do whatever the hell you want to do with your life. And I think it's really unfair that, I mean, it's, uh, you know, that age group in particular just tends to be dramatic. Let's be real. So part of it is just that. But part of it makes me feel bad that, man, young people are feeling that kind of pressure of like, oh, my God, time's running out at
0: 24. It's ridiculous. Totally. And I think, you know, I'm not going to chastise anyone for having like uh, a three to five year plan of where they see their life to be. But it's this notion that time's running out or I'm not doing enough or, you know, I can't afford to fail. And all of these things build up to not give yourself a fucking break and appreciate what the hell you're doing, where you are right now. Like, I think we don't... while still living under these standards of, like, we have to achieve X, Y, and Z. We don't give ourselves enough credit to, like, break the fucking cycle and, like, tear up the playbook and start again. I think it's something I've battled with, you know, like, oh, but Lamar, you know, can, can you realistically go left at 28? Can you? So what if I do? So what if I do? Because I think if you don't understand that it's confining yourself to your your title and the standard, but not understanding that like shit may move around you that just brings you on a totally different path. You're not running out of time. It's what you create with your time now. That is where you see more fulfillment in it. You know, I remember one of my friends was like, you know, oh, God, 22, like, I haven't even done this yet. I haven't done this yet. I had to tell her, like, chill the fuck out. When I left university, I was very preoccupied with the fact that I was two years behind a lot of my friends and my peers. I stayed on to do a master's, thus totaling my time at university being six years. I wasn't held back, like, real talk, that was the length of the course. And then when I came out, I was like, I need to get a job. Everyone else has got a job. Like, why haven't you got a job, Lamar? You need, to, you need to do this. You need to find one. You need to do this. You need to put yourself, like, back on a level playing field where everyone else is at so you can move move forward. Not understanding at all, like, the two years I'd put on and how that might have advanced me um in, an, in another position. Not appreciating the knowledge that I had and the time there and giving myself a bit more time to break out of this bubble of university and then adjust to the real world. And I think not setting a pace for yourself then early on or any moment that you are in your life, you'll forever be chasing someone else, someone else's um, or trying to attain to someone else's ideal. And I think that falls into giving yourself a fucking break as well. Like we we had talked about this, like, don't watch that. Mm. I'm guilty of that, but don't watch that like. Don't watch what the next person is doing. Like, solely focus on yourself because everything should be okay for you. Like, me thinking I was two years behind, like, me thinking now, like, wow, but you know, you see that person over there, yeah? Shit. They totally seem to be having a handle on their life. Why am I not doing that? Why why, why can't I do that? I'm not appreciating anything. I'm not understanding my own personal journey enough. And I want to follow someone else's because I think it's all hunky-dory. Nine times out of ten, bruv, it's not. They're struggling just like... You and I, and
1: I think social media has only served to amplify yeah, that, really. It, you know, it kind it of really, gives the impression really that everybody is doing big things and everybody's showcasing their life in a certain way. And it, you can't help but compare to an extent. Um, and especially if you're feeling vulnerable in your own situation, it's it's understandable that you do that, that you look at the, the people around you um, in your immediate circle, but also the people who you follow on social media, etc., and think... Oh man, you know you just you do just—it's a natural thing to just compare you know, your life.
0: I I call like if if you do, props to you. But I call bullshit on a lot of people thinking they have a handle in their life. Me 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 included. And I think through—it's a brilliant point you raised with social. Hello, Stringer.
1: Stringer Bell's just here. Stringer Bell agrees
0: thing. with us. He's he's our church choir. <sighs> Sorry about that. If, you, if people don't know, like Banks has like one of the gulliest dogs on road anyway, so he could definitely pipe in and say hello. But um of course he's totally made me forget. About Sorry. What I was say. He's just being gangster right now. <sighs> but I think um what was I going to say? If we just recap. We were
1: talking about comparing.
0: Yeah, and I think I, I am I am guilty of that, and I do that, and I also it's interesting because social media does play a big part in that. And it off, off the back of our conversation last week, you know, reaching out to your friends and asking them how they are rather than liking a status or seeing a picture on Instagram. Like, I think for me, I've had to deal with that recently in that moving to a new country, um, people very much think I'm living the dream, you know, mm. and mm, this is reality this this is a reality. I think I'm not going to sit here and be totally ungrateful for this opportunity I have and the fact that I'm living in another country and I'm working and, and whatnot. But there's still a huge element of reality I have to deal with in my day-to-day that doesn't, it does not always equate to this, Dream like status and I think I get it from so there's me like looking at other people thinking like rah you're there why am I not there but then I've also become very cognizant of how people view me and what I'm doing and thinking that I've quote unquote made it or have I achieved or I've got a handle on my life and I'm here to tell you like I don't like if anything I've realized in giving yourself a fucking break is appreciating where you are and appreciating things for being a discovery as they are like don't get gassed when you see someone else doing something like you can't, you can't obtain to that as much. And I think it harbors in within people and somewhat of an insecurity or they're not there enough to dig between, dig deeper into the surface. Sorry. And ask you like, like, are you okay? Or like, raw, how did you do that? We're just all chasing like a bit of this, this imagery and this, this lifestyle we're building up about ourselves that I think is very detrimental and, and, takes out real-world connections to just ask someone, A, hey, are you okay? Or, shit, how did you do that? How are you doing with that? Or, like, is, like, is is this it? Is this dreamlike? Because, like I said, it negates a huge element of reality. I get up every morning, I go to work, I have a job to do, there's some chilling time, there's some time where I appreciate a city. But all of these facets of our everyday life and all the mechanics that we have and put together, like, that's very tangible and real um yeah
1: completely i think that well especially when it comes to you know people moving away and moving countries and things people only see you know that element of it and they don't as you say see the inner workings they don't see the fact that you have to pay bills you have to learn how to navigate a new city you have to learn how to be in a new country and all the very the the admin that goes along with that they're not they don't they don't look at that I think when we're talking about kind of goals in general I think my main thing when I have this talk with people is that it's okay to do things in your own time Mm -hmm. so while it's cool to have You know, someone whose career or life trajectory you admire um, and you can want to emulate that. But it's still important to understand that that's going to happen in its own time for you. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm going to you're not going to be able to completely copy someone else's journey because you are different. Your life is different. Your circumstances are different. So you have to understand and accept that things are going to happen in their own time um but that's not to say <coughs> oh you okay if I I, I I caught your
0: cold across skype
1: damn sorry <laughs> um yeah, it's not to say that you shouldn't set goals or have aspirations, because no. I think it's, con- that. it's it, that can be misconstrued. I mean, while I am very like, look, live in the moment, go with the ebb and flow of your life, flow where the energy is taking you. I am a massive believer in that. But I also don't think you can be a complete hippie about it. So, mm. you know, you should absolutely be setting yourself goals and aspirations. Of course, be willing to be flexible and move with whatever life, you know, nothing's ever going to go according to the exact plan that you set out anyway, no, no. But, but don't be too willy nilly with it. Like if you're still living at home with your parents when you're 40 and you're not their carer, like you may want to kind of ramp things up a little bit, get things moving. So it's not about comparing your life to other people. It's not about watching what social people on social media are doing. It's literally about being comfortable in your own space and your own goals and going about it in your own way, which is a really difficult thing to do when there's societal it, it, pressure, there's pressure from your friends, it family, is. whoever.
0: Massively, massively co-sign what you just said there because, you know, as I'm learning, there's different levels of achievement, there's different roots of achievement. And I think a lot has to be said for knowing you and knowing where you are, you know, and what you may be striving for or trying to do. I think I love your point about the the blueprint. I found me personally, you know, when I had left the university and when I started looking for a new job, I'd always go to LinkedIn or if I had the benefit of meeting someone, I'd ask them like, (laughs) where, how did you, how did you get your start? You know, how did you end up where you are? Thinking there was a concrete path from, university to the first job to doing this to doing that to ending up where they are majority of the time the amount of people just told me they just fell into it or they went off on a passion point or a tangent or this opportunity came up or they created it from themselves and it was a great teaching for me and you know saying this out loud to like embed it in myself in that I realized things aren't linear for some people for me it's not linear there was no plus one, plus two, get to this point, graduate, and then go off there and do that. Life will throw some shit out of you. Your heart may follow something else. You may find inspiration in something else. So there's no level or path of this achievement or this route that you you can follow. Yours is always inevitably going to be different. And I think it's learning to embrace that, right? And we talk a lot. You know, through this and personally about this journey and this timing of your life, and really giving that the respect it's due, you don't know where you might head up. Um, sorry, end up. Sorry. Um, so I've I've started I've started to understand that, and then that plays into giving yourself a fucking break because you're not, like we said, watching what the other person's doing, you're not trying to to follow the rubric that someone else has set and the path that someone else has walked, you're walking in your own lane, you know? I think we can be... I wonder, you know, if if gender plays a huge role in this and how hard we are on ourselves, you know, of how hard we are on ourselves and or where my value personally lies to want to achieve so much, you know? I think I've never... I've never wanted to rest on my laurels. I've always wanted to be active it comes from also wanting to leave a legacy or some type of imprint on this earth and this time that I'm in and trying to understand that value. And there's nothing wrong in me wanting to strive for those things. But if I don't breathe enough to appreciate the moment I'm in, it's going to completely be lost and completely be in vain because I'm doing everything but appreciating this moment.
1: So, yeah, what you were saying about blueprint, I think is really important because what tends to happen when people set a goal, and maybe this is like a completely different topic, but I feel like it ties in. When people set a goal and are really rigid in that, um, they don't allow any wiggle room and they don't allow for, you know, life shit to happen. Mm -hmm. And and specifically, maybe you're just going to change your mind. You know what I mean? And I don't think that people often allow for that. And they beat themselves up if they do reach a point where that seems like it's a possibility, Um, where it seems like, oh, actually, all of these plans I've laid out for myself actually aren't making me all that happy. But it's too late now because I've got to achieve this by this time. And next year I'm going to be 32. And uh, so I should have done this by then. And and then you get yourself all fucked up. And so that links into my next point, which is I think it's absolutely essential that you just have to live your life for you. Like you can't live out your family's aspirations for you. Um, You know, I, I often hear people saying like, well, my parents want me to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, like cute. But if that's not what you want to do, are you really, really, you're going to dedicate your entire life to something that you don't, you're not actually, or really all that interested in, not really all that passionate about. Um, so, and also don't pursue a goal that, you know, your significant other thinks that you should be pursuing because listen, if, if, and when those things fall away, which they will for whatever reason, um, hopefully your family don't, um, but Inshallah. yeah, um, but then what do you do then then your your reason and motivation is completely flopped and you have to start all over again and figure out what you want etc so i think it's just really important that you do it for yourself you whatever goal you're going for it's about you and i'm not saying you can't have uh, you know your family, your children, whatever can't be a motivation in your reasoning for why you want to do it, but they can't be the complete entire reason that you are doing it. It's not selfish to live your life for yourself. It's essential.
0: I, I totally. I tell people all the time, you know, self-care is not selfishness. Self-care right. is putting you first in whatever moment in time. And I think it's a really it's a really good point you raise in terms of, you know, who who are you doing this for? And I think so often you don't give yourself a break because you got the weight of other people's expectations on your shoulders. And I think I'm thinking of to like how at times that's weighed me down. Like I need to do X, Y, and Z because someone has told me to do, you know? And at a certain point in my life, like I would say mainly through all of my education, like it was my parents were like, always pushing me and I think for all the right reasons as someone should be pushed through education who has this worth potential and you know you know this is it's a route for you to to, to be successful Lamara, to kind of get on a path to being something and I wasn't mad at them for that but it's become now that the, the language and I think the level of expectations my parents have on me now has changed massively when I you know quote-unquote started to become an adult when I left uni Now, not so much it's we want you to, like, get a degree and do this. Now, all they profess to me is we want you to be happy. Are you happy? Mm. Are you happy? You know, if you're not happy, let's talk about it. Are you happy? And I think a lot of the stuff to me, you know, moving to this country and finding um, a new job and a tangent in the industry I'm already in was, like, Is it going to make you happy? Like, is this what you want to do? And are you going to be happy? Because if you're not addressing those things, if you're not, and it's really a cool way of them passing the baton back to me, like you're an adult, deal with your shit, you know, and ask yourself these really important questions. Rather than trying to still, I think, please them. And then I realized maybe it lies within me, right? Or start still trying to please them to, I want to be this person. I want to be that person for you. Because then I realized I wasn't living my life for me. Mm. And it comes to a certain point where and it's just, you know, I'm replaying conversations my parents have with me in my, in my hair, my, my my pops, and particularly like this is you now, like this is your life. Like I'm I've done what I've had to do, like I've done I've my job, pre- and now you have to figure it out. that exactly. Exactly. exactly, and my time has come and gone. And yeah. it's really interesting thinking about we started talking about societal standards, right? And now we're talking about like, in whose dream are you living this for? And it could be tied to being first, first generation, second generation from immigrant grandparents. But I think the ideals change or between my grandparents who came to a, a country to do something, my dad and my mom who've been in very set jobs and careers for like plus thirty years, and then now I'm of a generation where it's like, nah, mate, let's. Let's do something different, like yeah. you know, let's vent to these industries. And I think there is an element of teaching they can give you, but you're completely flipping the script and doing something which is solely to you, which is actually an opportunity and a blessing they never had, right? So then I also realize I'm actually doing this for me. There's things they can coach me through and be great parent through, but this is all me and my learning and my knowledge um, and how I'm gonna approach the situation. So I think yeah, that's that's the point. And just thinking also, like, what are the reasons you don't give yourself a break? You know, yeah, if when it, you
1: think about it, it's just it is just pressure that we put on ourselves
0: massively. You know, massively. And you know, I know a couple of my friends who be listening to this and be like, oh, Lamara, you, oh now you know that because we've been telling you that for years, for months, for every week where I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing." It's an insurmountable amount of pressure that I place on myself, and that can be a good thing, like I said, legacy blueprint imprint standards, but and also the restricting factor that has for me personally it started to outweigh all of the positives I'm not giving myself a break, and you can apply this to like you know any situation where there's newness where as we discussed in the first episode, we were talking about change. Are you giving yourself a break enough to recognise that you're, you're smart and you're not stupid? Let's start there. Are you giving yourself a break enough to, like, understand the path and, and trust in the timing of what is now? Are you giving yourself a break enough to just, like, revel in it, appreciate it, understand that mistakes are going to be made, understand that you're not perfect, you're some imperfect, perfect human, all of these things, and rather, I think, let that be a weight On you let that be an obstacle which you you try to overcome because all of these things are gonna happen you know and I think I've started to be more resigned to the fact that yeah like I'm gonna wake up one day and a be feeling like this or b be feeling like that and all this stuff's gonna go around me but if I don't allow myself to kind of break free from myself if that makes sense it's actually gonna crush me um, yeah. And I'll, I'll hold my hands up to that. Like, I don't like feeling down through my own thoughts. Name me a person well, that does. Max. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, yeah.
1: yeah, I'm just like, as we're talking about this, I'm just thinking and I'm like, actually, I don't actually give myself time limits on goals. I have mm. things that I want to achieve, but I don't actually put a time limit on them. I'm not, I'm not down on people who have a three-year plan or a five-year plan. And I'm not down on that at all. I think it's, you know, if that works for you, it's important. But I think I uh, ended up having kind of a complete meltdown when I was like 26. Mm-hmm. Because I was putting so much pressure on myself to try and achieve something by a certain time point And mainly that was down to comparing my life to others so after I graduated university I was really the only one out of my immediate circle of friends who went off and traveled and well traveled I just moved to different countries for extended periods of time Um, (laughs) but while I was doing that and you know dealing with everything that comes with moving countries Meanwhile, my friends had graduated, got jobs in their field and were like excelling in that. And I got to 26 and was like, man, at which point I was in a job that was not anywhere near part of my life plan, not anywhere near Mm. my chosen career field, feeling like a failure, comparing Mm. where I was at to where everybody else was at and thinking, man, I'm not progressing anywhere near as quickly as I should be. And it just I just ground to a halt. Because I was Mm -hmm. beating myself up so badly, whereas what I needed to do and what I did finally end up doing was, let me take a step back, reset, and understand that this is part of a process. Mm -hmm. Like, cool, I'm not where I want to be right now, Mm -hmm. but I'm working towards getting there. So let me just understand that this is part of the process. Sometimes you've just got to wade through some shit and figure it out. You don't know how long that process is going to take. Cool to give yourself a time limit with some things. In the end, in that particular instance, I absolutely did end up giving myself a time limit. I ended up deciding, you know what? I actually need to move back to England. This isn't working out for me. I'm going to move back to England. Gave myself a time limit. Did right. that. move back. Reset. And then fully understand, uh, fully started to understand that concept of it being a process and getting back on track. And you can reset and do that. But I didn't add an extra pressure to myself by saying I want to have done this by the time I'm 30, you yeah. know, uh, cause it wasn't realistic. Like, yeah, it's a huge deal to move countries and literally hit reset on your life. And you know, I know we're constantly quoting Drake in this podcast, but start from the bottom, I had to start from the bottom again. Um, so, you know, you have to allow for certain life shit to just happen And had I have at that stage been adding in that additional pressure of I have to have achieved it by this time, it would. Well, I damn near did drive myself nuts, to be honest with you. But if I'd have added that on top of it at that particular point, I would have been doing myself no favors because what I've realized about myself is that actually I don't respond well to that. For Mm -hmm. me, it's not it's not a limitation. I like to work within. I've realized Mm. that I like to go with the flow of wherever my energy is going. I go with the flow of whatever the signs of the universe are giving me. I'm going mm-hmm. with that, which I know sounds like some hippy dippy bullshit, but it's true. It's, it's what I have found is working for me. And I'm a much happier individual now compared to where I was mentally back then because I've adopted that way of looking at the world that's not for everybody different strokes for different folks and all of that. Like for Amen. some people, those time, uh, time sensitivities may work, but mm-hmm. for me, it's just kind of, nah, no, it kind of, it, it adds too much pressure to me. And I end up just kind of grinding to a halt because I think, Oh man, I'm trying to do everything all at once. And I feel
0: like I'm achieving nothing because it's all just too much. Totally. You know? Totally. And I think some things that you're, you, you, you you're saying there, just making me think like shit, we are our own worst and biggest self-critics.
1: Good god, ain't that the truth? We
0: are. I I know I you know I am. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> 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 tell the truth, shame the devil. I know I am. Uh we're our biggest self-critics, and I'm just wondering like what Place that holds again. Talking about Sanders, so to societal, sorry, expectations, but we do, we do, we do criticize ourselves. And I just, you know, a challenge or something I want to throw out there is like, give yourself some fucking credit. You know, it's something a friend reminded me, and and you've just reiterated. Like moving a country, trying to adjust, trying to do all these things. Like, are you? giving yourself credit for the the things that you may not see, like, or think are noteworthy enough. Are you giving yourself credit for that? Like, do it. Do it. Trust me. Do it and appreciate that. Um, and also something I wanted to raise was, like, can we just all start to be a bit more honest? I think mm. I a lot of these conversations... Um, A lot of not giving yourself a break and following someone's ideal without knowing their process or their hardship. Like we have to open the conversations more because A, you might not recognise someone's cry for help or B, your words of wisdom can help someone else. Do you know what I mean? And I think from not doing that, we kind of let everyone down um yeah we do we do we do we do for people who may be looking to you as some type of figure for people who may be like wanting to know your process or your your insight as to how like we need to open the conversation we need to be more honest like if today's a shitty day today's a shitty day I don't feel like I have a grasp on my life I have all these things going on I have all these things going on and I think that relates massively to like People you have around you, you know. We talk a lot about team, about community, about squad goals. Massively, you gotta find your cheerleaders. Thank you. Find your cheerleaders. You know, to quote Drake, <laughs> "You weren't with me <laughs> <laughs> when I was shooting in the gym." You weren't with me when I was shooting in the gym. You weren't. It. You don't but, know the but... struggle. There are some people that were with me Absolutely. when I was shooting in the gym yeah. or down and out or laying on my mum's sofa yeah. on Twitter, watching all five seasons of The Wire, unemployed. Those mm. people were with me. Real talk. I don't care. Like, I'll tell it. Like That's what happened, right? So they are your cheerleaders. And like you need them more than ever to just, for me personally, realign your shit and be like, are you giving yourself enough credit? Realise how far you've come. This is what you're doing in your life right now. like, And not to gas you, because I think like there's a lot of people, like, yes people, like, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I told, like I said last week, I need someone to give me the uncomfortable truth. Like, my cheerleaders will tell me, like, you know what, Lamar, like, you're actually okay. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe I am today. No, 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 no. You are, and you're doing great things, and it's going to be testing. It's going to be trying. So, like make sure the people you have around you you're supporting them as much as they're supporting you because i think there are very pivotal years in your life or like your life so far post uni into the working world like them going to an adults constantly trying to deal with the thing of being adulthood where if we don't check in with people enough you're not gonna you're not gonna understand or you're not gonna see like We just need to talk about something right here, right now. I need you to understand that this, in me being honest, this is like a very common thing. And it's not to devalue what you're going through, but everyone goes through it. Yeah, Everyone goes through it. So like, check in with your cheerleaders, you know?
1: Well, I think also when it's your life and you're going through it, you can't see the wood for the trees often Mm -hmm. enough, you know? -hmm. And you definitely, I know I'm guilty of it. I kind of, I'm so busy kind of trying to hit various goals that I'm setting for myself, I kind of miss miss the points where I do actually hit them and because I'm like, right, cool, did it, on to the next one. Next thing. And you just don't take the time to acknowledge that you've even hit it at all. And so I think it's important to have people, as you say, around you who will be like, hold up, you need to just recognise what just happened. And, you know, that stop beating yourself up for not hitting the next thing yet. Like, acknowledge that you just hit this last thing. And that's cool. And, you you know, accept that and breathe for a second. Um, So, yeah, I'm like a massive proponent of having cheerleaders and being that cheerleader for other people um, and helping them get through that space. But I think, yeah, in general, just... Give yourself a fucking break. Like, don't freak out. Everything in good time, you know. Shit's going to happen. If you just stay focused, work hard, it will happen. But don't beat yourself up for it not happening within a certain time frame. Look up all those memes about how many times it took Steve Jobs to get something right and mm. Albert Einstein and all these great – that Michael Jordan, all these great people – who battled against all these odds for extended periods of time. And also remember your life expectancy. You're going to live a long ass time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So don't panic. Like I fully believe that I'm not even close to like, listen, I've done some cool shit in my life. I'm 34. I genuinely don't think my life is even going to take off in the trajectory I want it to till I'm in my forties. And I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm with that because, I, you know, longevity runs in my family. So I'm going to be around for a while unless I get hit by a truck, which I'm hoping doesn't happen. Oh, please, but, please.
0: Let's not that, let that but happen. But I'm just
1: saying, you know, right. I'm cool with, like, listen, I'm going to – if I'm doing the kind of cool shit I'm doing now in my 30s, holy shit, 40s is going to be out of this world. You know what I mean? Because I just believe – I'm going to have even more of a sense of self, even more of an understanding of where I'm supposed to be and what my purpose is. And Mm. so once I get into that next decade, whoo, Lord, I'm excited about it, you know, as I think everyone should be. And also, I mean, this is a a whole other podcast, to be honest with you, but stop fearing age. Mm. Especially women, your life does not stop at 30. Trust and believe me as someone who's in it and living life to the fullest. So... um, and it's only going to get better from here. Stop fearing age. Stop shitting on people who are older than you as well mm. and making out like it's like you're a time fighter. Like, you, you know, like, oh, God, it's all downhill from here. No, it isn't. I'm here to tell you it isn't. So mm-hmm. stop shitting on people who are older than you. Stop thinking that that is a factor that's working against you. Mm-hmm. The only It's only going to be a factor that works against you if you continually shit on generations before you.
0: I you hear know? you. I hear you. And then, like, large up, hold tight, finger gun finger in the air to all my 27-year-olds out there, right? So I've started to realise and understand, like, these years are years for moulding myself, you know? You ain't
1: meant to be where you're supposed to be at 27. I hope I'm not. You're I not you meant you to be.
0: be. I hope I'm not. There's and very few people it, who it, ever ask. Right. The age thing and how many times you fail and how many times you get yourself back up or just understanding where you are in your life right now. These years, I would hope and what I'm, you know, doing and working to is to mold myself. You know, everything to me should be a learning opportunity, you know, and that's where I'm at. That's the lane I'm in right now. A learning opportunity. I'm molding myself. I'm building myself to do something and to take, like, the 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 experience and the knowledge and the moments and all of it to be, like, in the next phase, Lamara. Shit, you're going to glow up. Completely.
1: Right? And on that note, I think it's important that people take from that that not everything is going to be a contributing factor to your ultimate goal, if that makes sense. Like nothing is worthless you know what I mean so don't think like don't think oh well doing taking piano lessons doesn't correspond with this big ultimate goal that I've got so it's not worth doing that's some bullshit like experience life in all of its facets and forms try loads of different things something's going to stick you know something is it's all
0: worthwhile it all has value to what you're aiming towards massively if it's not if it you know it's a learning experience. It has to be. There has to be something that you can take out of it that proves that it's worth your time, or that you've learnt something from it. I never, I've never realised this until like looking back. Oh shit! I know why I did that because I learnt that, yeah. you know, or I've carried that in with with me into a new position or or to a new newer, newer um, part of my life to be like. I understand that I've been there before and I've grasped that and I'm going to apply it to this and just ramp it up tenfold. But you're right. There's something in giving yourself a break and understanding that not everything is worthless is actually really important because I think that's where a lot of maybe anxieties lie that. It's full of shit. It's not going to be any use to me. Why am I doing this? It's taking time away from. It's taking my ultra time bulb. away from. It's yeah. taking time away from what? If you ain't doing shit, then you ain't doing shit. Yeah, like, exactly. Real talk. So then, anything you're in right now is a bonus. Exactly. Bonus <laughs> you know? round exponentially. But, yeah, understanding that like different times and moments in your life, through whichever me- unit you measure that by. There's the molding, there's the, you know, the thriving stage, there's the, the the learning stage, there's the this stage, you know. And all of that combines to be just your life experience, mm. you know. And I think that's where my head is at. That's where my head is at. And in that, I then have to give myself a bigger fucking break to just understand it's okay. Yes it's okay you know I can't work myself up to this point where I'm just like shunted by fear shunted by understanding or feeling that it's worthless and there's nothing of value here for me because that's me putting my own blinders on like life always show you something good bad ugly sad life will always show you something but you have to really just sit in it and be like nah there's something here you know give yourself a Fucking break, Lamara. You know, pat yourself on the back for doing this, for achieving that, for being where you are, for looking back and understanding all these measurements that you may have hit and just be excited about the possibility of the future. And I say this and I know you know someone might sit there and be like, I call bullshit on you because that's not how it goes. Well, if I don't say these things, then maybe I won't believe them as much. And I might not listen like listen back to it to understand it because I've noted in, I would say, the last six months of my life, this flux of change, which has led to me not giving myself a break. So, if you are going through change, if you're a bit unsure about things, if you don't, you're seeing things as worthless, like just take that time to be like, <sighs> it's okay, you know?
1: Listeners, breathe with us. Breathe, breathe. listen. Breathe for a second. You've got this, it's gonna be all right take your right. time and give yourself a break every now and then
0: right i uh, yes yes
1: i think we've waffled on for quite some time on this topic Ooh, but yeah. i feel good i feel
0: therapy session done people yeah so, yeah
1: Word. do you have an do you have a um words to live
0: by this week i do Ooh, i do i do. goes to goes to book oh Flicks pages. <laughs> um i don't know who this is by i don't know who this is by but um on one I read a book every morning uh, of daily mantras and just something to revel me up in the morning and just take a bit of time to think and get my brain right. And I stumbled upon these two sentences that I, yeah, I, I fuck with, basically. And sorry, I don't know who it's by, but the words read. Um, Remember, no one can learn your lessons but you. And the best teacher you will ever have is experience. those finger clicks for that deformation Mm -hmm. um yeah that's part of me giving myself a fucking break and understanding where i am right now and my very personal journey as well as experience and appreciated things for what they are so the best teacher you will ever have is experience like you every day you get up it's a chance maybe to learn something new or do something different and Collect those things and hold them close and make something of it. That's, that's it, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, Romeo done. I feel you. What's yours? What's yours, Bangs?
1: Uh, mine, um, in true Bangs fashion, has absolutely nothing to do with what we talked about this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, or I guess it does in a kind of a roundabout way, but not really. It's not even really a quote. It's just, basically, I... have was reading this article about Navy seals today and they're like some hardcore dudes. Um, and this thing really stood out to me and I just wanted to share it cause I think it's very true. Um, yes. so they have this thing called the 40% rule apparently in the Navy seals, um, which is basically if your mind is telling you you're done, you're really only 40% done, mm. which yes, finger clicks, right? Um, I think this is important as someone a who works in fitness and sees people mentally tap out often when I know they have more to give. Um, but that is one of the reasons that I also work in fitness, because I understand how that moment and when you push through it is such a teachable moment for every area of your life it's, it, it was massively life-changing for me, quite literally, when I realized it for the first time. And, um, and I think it's a really important thing to remember just generally. That initial moment when you're like, oh, I'm done, and not mm-hmm. even with just a workout, with something that you're aiming towards in life, that initial moment where you're like, oh, fuck it, I'm done, that's true, that you are only about 40% done. If you just take a second, reset, try again, you have way more in you To give. And I think that's a good point for people to think about this week. If you're thinking about giving up, if you're on a precipice, if you're on a brink of some sort of nature, then, you know, 40% rule, babes,
0: 40% rule. That's perfect. That's perfect. Thank you for that, Jen.
1: Well, you know, I'll do what I can for the peeps. (laughs) um so thanks for listening people i'm sorry about the dog i'm sorry about my brother traipsing in here who i adore by the way um who was possibly making a little bit of noise that he might have heard sorry for stringer barking um but i enjoyed this talk lamara thank you
0: as 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 i always do guys um yeah listen holler at us we're very don't subtweet us you've really don't do the subtweetage but do tweet us. Like, as we've been saying for the past few weeks, we are in the process of building up our social media presence, but you can find me in between then on Twitter at Lemo underscore P. I talk about a lot of things, a lot of relatable things, maybe not a lot of relatable things. There's some pictures of some new Kendrick album art that I really love. That's my spring colour, that khaki green. But tweet me if you're feeling what we're saying in the show or you're not, or you want to have a conversation about it. Holler at me. I'm a very approachable person. Rate us on iTunes, the No BS Guy to Life. Find us on there. And how can the people connect with you, Bangs? Find me on all of the social
1: platforms at Bangs and a Bum. And I will be there chatting some fraff
0: as (laughs) usual. Yes. Awesome. Until next week, guys. Hold tight. Laters. Remember to breathe. Yep.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.